0: while uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris rattle off a long litany of the establishment in Washington, D.C., an establishment that Joe Biden's been a part of for 47 years. President Donald Trump has has launched a movement of everyday Americans from every walk of life. And uh, I have every confidence that those, those same Americans that delivered that historic victory in 2016, they see this president's record where we rebuild our military. we revived our economy through tax cuts and rolling back regulation fighting for fair trade unleashing american energy we appointed conservatives to our federal courts at every level and and we stood with the men and women of law enforcement every single day and i think i think that movement of americans has only grown stronger in the last four years
1: welcome back little joe's conservative corner well said mike pence i'm going to be going over the vp debate today uh give you a few highlights and just my thoughts on everything starting with mike pence I mean, what a great job he did, um, getting out all the accomplishments over the last four years that him and president Trump have been able to do and really showing how weak of a candidate or a VP candidate, rather, uh, Kamala Harris is Kamala Harris didn't look real great on stage. I mean, not that she looks great any day, I mean, (laughs) it is Halloween time, but she, uh, Just showing how inexperienced she is at this level, um, and that, like typical liberals, they'll just say and do anything to get into a position of power. Uh, Few things that he did throughout the debate, he was consistently calling her out on her lies, and one of his key phrases that he was using was, she was entitled to her own opinion, but not entitled to her own fact, uh, which is great, and I mean, Glenn Beck is already making a t-shirt of it, it was so good. He also acted as a gentleman throughout the whole thing, so that way the uh, left media mob can't say that he you know, was erratic and he was nasty towards her. Everything he did was extremely professional, and he basically killed her with kindness. So it was a really good thing. He was um, a little feistier than usual. Uh, a lot of times his time was up and he was going to make sure that he was going to get his point across and finish his statement. The moderator was a little bit better this time, not like Chris Wallace. Uh, Mike Pence didn't have to debate both her and Kamala Harris. She did, however, at the end of his time frame, continue to say, thank you, Mr. Vice President, thank you, Mr. Vice President, you know, 20 times in a row trying to get him to stop And it did feel a little bit premature, almost like he should have had more time than that because when Kamala talked, she had more time than that. But equally, when Kamala Harris would go a little over time, she would start saying thank you to her as well and trying to stop both of them. So she did a pretty good job um, staying as neutral as possible when it comes to the interaction between the uh, VP and the uh, nominee. Um... However, the questions, obviously, are still always unbalanced. Anybody that watches them, you see the, the questions that they would give to Kamala Harris are very, um, what would you do? Rather than if it would go to Mike Pence, it's why did you do? Or, or you know, what, what did you do wrong here? And the questions are always harder and more detailed of a question going to the VP or the president, even in the first debate, than the softball questions they usually give the uh, challenger. But other than that, the moderator was pretty decent. Uh, I don't have too many big complaints there. I was quite a bit upset with Chris Wallace on the first one because President Trump had to debate both him and Joe Biden, but this one wasn't as bad. But throughout the debate, like I'd already said, Kamala Harris was lying quite a bit about all kinds of things. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't find Kamala Harris very likable at all. Uh, I think she's very belittling when she talks to people. It's like she talks down. Um, she did go into Abraham Lincoln at some point, And the way she looked at the camera saying, you know who Abraham Lincoln is, was terrible like treating us all like we're stupid, like we don't know who Abraham Lincoln was. So I thought that that was, you know, very belittling to people that are watching and her natural way of talking down on people. Uh, But then she went to tell the story about Abraham Lincoln holding off on filling a Supreme Court uh, seat until after his election. But her facts were all wrong and it's already been proven which makes her look even more foolish because then it's that you don't know your history. That at the time that Abraham Lincoln was, you know, 30 days out or so from being elected, um, we were in a civil war. So, what he ended up doing, in effect, was using his two nominees to go out and campaign for him because he was preoccupied uh, taking care of a civil war that was currently going on. And the day after the election, he put his nominee forth and it was confirmed immediately. So her story was way off the rails. But again, it was proven wrong and that she lied. She also has like a real smugness to her. I don't know. She just, she's just ugly. (laughs) No, she just has a smugness to her that's just... She's the way she her whole facial expressions and her body mannerisms and language that she's throwing out there the entire time that Mike Pence was talking with her shaking her head and making these faces and twiddling her hair. And she just looked foolish, you know, didn't look very professional. You know, I'd hate to say this because this lady is like Satan. But I mean, a lot of people have been saying that even Hillary Clinton is more likable than Kamala Harris, and I can't say that personally because I think they're both just evil. However, I what I can say is, as far as acting professional and acting politically correct in those situations, yeah, Hillary Clinton's got her beat all day. She's much more poised when it comes to politics, so I think she has her beat on that one, but uh, Throughout the night, the lies were consistent, and what was great was watching Mike Pence call her out. Uh, one of the biggest lies that her and Joe Biden both keep telling is, Joe Biden did say on multiple occasions that he is going to ban fracking. He's going to get away from our traditional you know, oil, coal, everything, uh, and go to a cleaner energy which would cost America not only our energy independence, it would cost hundreds of thousands of jobs. And they keep acting as if, you know, the vice president and the president are telling lies like they never said it. Now, it's simple. You can Google it. And Google is in the bag for the left. Google is not your friend. But even Googling it, you can find it. But instead of having to wait to Google it, I'm going to play you a quick little montage and – uh you'll see for yourself, he has repeatedly said he was going to stop that and totally destroy our energy industry. So here's that clip.
0: Joe Biden will not ban fracking. That
1: is a fact. That is a fact.
0: No more, no new fracking. We are, we are going get rid of fossil fuels.
1: Well, like what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping yeah. new pipes? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration?
0: No, it would be, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel and I am not going to cooperate. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Number one. Three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president... Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. The answer is yes.
1: So if you're on the fence about whether or not he's actually going to do it, if you're listening to a lot of left wing media and they're telling you he never said that multiple times. Look at how many times he has agreed to completely annihilate our energy industry, and it will cost hundreds of thousands of jobs, put people on the breadline. Make no mistake of that. But that wasn't the only lie that she tells, and Joe continues to tell. Um, she has said that during President Trump's time there, with the war that he's placed against China, figuratively, um, with trade deals and whatnot, it's cost Americans 200,000 manufacturing jobs. Again, factually untrue, he's actually created 500,000 manufacturing jobs that are now back in the United States. Even with those figures, Kamala Harris is still claiming that we lost the trade war with China. Everything that Trump has done with China, with the tariffs and better deals, she's still claiming we lost it. So, in the words of Mike Pence...
0: Lost the trade war with China. Joe Biden never fought it. Joe Biden has been a cheerleader for communist China through over the last several decades. And, and again, Senator Harris, you're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to your own facts.
1: <laughs> you can see why Glenn Beck making that a shirt. Because that really is a great statement. Uh, I don't know if that was pre-written or he just shot from the hip with that one, but that one was pretty good. Um, but President Trump has been tougher on China than any president prior to him, so to try to attack him from China was ridiculous. Uh, during the debate, it started off a little bit slow. You know, um, when Mike Pence came out, I think everybody had the same fear that he started going down that political role of thanking everybody and all the niceties and everything. And you're like, Oh God, come on, man. You got to get in there and get something done. You got to really show what these people are about. Um, the first topic they brought up naturally was COVID and, He didn't handle that one as well as I probably would have liked him to because they've done so much for COVID, and and I don't think he highlighted as much as he could right off the rip, but in the end, he kind of cleaned it up, and then after that, he was just on fire. He just wiped the floor with her. But um, one little tidbit that I did like that he did was point out their plan for COVID and what their administration would do Uh, for covid here's that one as well
0: the reality is when you look at the biden plan it reads an awful lot like what president trump and i and our task force have been doing every step of the way and quite frankly uh, when i look at their plan that talks about advancing testing creating new ppe developing a vaccine um it looks a little bit like plagiarism which is something joe biden knows a little bit about
1: And after that statement, like I said, it really got cooking. Um, He really did a good job after that. There was a point in there, too, that I'd like to point out that I don't know. There's always speculation and there's always conspiracy theories behind everything. And this one's not a real far-fetched conspiracy theory that the... You know, Democrats always have the actual questions that they're going to answer versus Republicans. You know the generalized topics, but you don't know the exact question they're going to answer. So you have to prepare for anything around that subject. Um, There was a segue into the next question. um, And Kamala Harris's response to it does make you wonder... If what we all think is true is true that you know NBC or CNN or whoever's doing the uh, debate, whoever's hosting the debate, whichever one of their uh, crooked reporters are, gave the questions ahead of time to either Joe Biden or Kamala Harris so they could have the best answers prepared for it. Because the little clip—it's a real stupid, super short clip, excuse me—that uh, I'm about to play you. Um, she—it's like she knew exactly what was coming next. And as she answered the question, if you watch the footage, she keeps looking down at her paperwork as if she's reading off of what the correct response would be to that. Um, so I'm gonna play that. It's it's super fast. I'll play that for you real fast.
0: taxes, rolling back regulation, thank you, thank American you, Vice energy, President. Yes. Fighting for free and fair trade, and all thank of that. Thank you, Vice President. If yes. Joe Biden. And Kamala Harris. You know, that's a good segue into our that's third topic, segue. which is about the economy.
1: So one could say, how does Kamala Harris know that it's a great segue into the next question? How do you know that? How do you have any idea what she's going to ask about? So that it does, I know, like I said, I'm not a big conspiracy theory person, and I, a lot of people are not, but that does leave you wondering, um, especially with a remark like that. Maybe there is a possibility that they're doing it. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, look at the mail-in voting uh, fraud every single day. Now there's a new a new news story that comes out about somebody dumping mail or burning or burning mail or you know destroying it in one way or the other. They found a couple tractor trailers with uh, mail-in ballots specifically for Trump. They're all shredded up in there. Uh, new Jersey's the the most recent one dumping mail. So. Would you be surprised if they actually went and gave them the questions and cheated a little bit on that uh, part of it to make sure that they're getting the best answer out possible for you know their side? It's not real shocking. It wouldn't really surprise me. It wouldn't be the worst thing they've ever done. But if they do on the positive side, since we never get the answer or the, excuse me, the questions fed to us, it just shows you our education and our preparedness for whatever's coming our way just makes us that much better and that much stronger because no matter what you hit us with, we're ready to give you a response to it. Whereas obviously they're not as up to speed as we are and they need that extra help so they could cheat a little bit so they can prepare an answer that they think is going to be uh you know spectacular another thing that kamala did just like joe biden was there were certain times where she would look directly into the camera and she'd start waving her hands around and i'd sit there and go oh my god these people are so obvious can you can't really this is your commercial ad you're building your commercial ad right now so you know they tell her at some point during some particular question to wave your hands around and make it look real good, because we're going to use that as a as a, a a commercial against President Trump. And it was so obvious, you know, you just shake your head and you go, "You really can you people do any better than that?" But again, like I said, conspiracy theories are here and there. The only way you'd be able to do that is if you pre know the question. If you don't know the question, then you don't know what's coming, so you don't know what answer you're about to give, so you don't know when you could put your you know spectacle on. So, um, she's all, you know, Kamala Harris did not do well. I can assure you of that. I mean, it was so bad that Telemundo, um, I guess put up a poll that asking people and it was, it was like a slaughter. It was like 69 to 31, or it might've been 71 to 29. It was one or the other. So they end up pulling it offline cause they don't want people to see it. On Twitter, USA Today put out a poll. And again, it was the same numbers. It was like 65% Biden. You know, they tried to be a little cuter with theirs. They put the fly and uh, that landed on his head or nobody. And again, Kamala Harris got slaughtered. So the fake news media trying to tell you that she did this fantastic job, that she held her own. And man, she was really strong. I don't know what debate they watched, but the debate that I watched it was rough for her. She looked out of place. You can tell she's an amateur. She was way out of her league. Mike Pence's memory and just the way he approaches you and comes at you is in such a calm manner that you can't even really get aggressive and argue with the guy. Another thing that was really annoying that she did was the uh, uh, when she would be spitting out one of her lies, he would go to correct her and And jump in the conversation. And uh, she would be, excuse me, I am talking. I am speaking. And she'd be doing the whole nodding her, bobbing her head. And she just looked like a child. That's what children do when they argue. So, I don't think she did so well. That's my thoughts on the whole thing. Um, You know, he did have a fly. Why I said a fly. Mike Pence had a fly land in his hair and it kind of hung out for a couple minutes. And as soon as that happened, when I saw it, I'm like, there goes the debate because now that's all anybody's going to talk about is a stupid fly that landed in the guy's hair. But it did get some mentions, but for the most part, the slaughter was so bad, I think most everything was focused in on how well Mike Pence did versus her. And on the left side of it, they're trying to do as much damage control as possible. Um, Generally, a VP uh, debate doesn't move the needle much one way or the other. <clears throat> They're not as significant, obviously, as a pre- presidential debate. However, I think you see a little bit more movement in this one than you would prior because people who are independents are truly getting to see some of the accomplishments that Trump has made throughout his uh, you know, three and a half years that he's been with us. So I think that it probably has more impact than a normal VP debate, but at the end of the day, most VP debates don't carry a lot of weight in that sense. Through Historically, they don't generally move the needle. If they do, it may be a point or two. At best, they don't generally move it much. You know, a presidential, you could have it swing as far as five, six, seven points um, either way, depending on how well the candidate does. They, these are not, you know, the same way because they, most people are focusing on the president because ultimately who makes the decisions? The president. So, but this one was a little better. I think uh, Mike Pence got our plan out. He got Trump's accomplishments out. He pointed her out to be the liar that she was. And again, the whole you're entitled to your opinion, but not entitled to your own facts was fantastic. You couldn't even say it any better than that. So I uh, hope you like what you heard. Keep listening to me. Tell people about me if you like it. If you want to contact me, uh, LJCONSERCRN at gmail.com. Twitter, LJCONSERCRN and Parlor Joe Little. God bless. Have a good night.